This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Because it's not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. million bucks to a guy who is not even in yet. How are you going to get him to run? Well, he's he's running. I, I mean, he's, he's uh, fighting in Virginia to, for these elections are coming up on the 7th of November. And that is what the money is for, to help him uh, turn that state Republican. Don't forget that it was a blue state that maybe will be turning completely Republican center red in, in a matter of three years. Yeah. So that would be a great accomplishment for him. Tom, Thomas, I read a report in Axios a couple of weeks ago that said that a number of big donors who are disappointed that Ron DeSantis has not taken off and really challenged the former president, Donald Trump. A lot of big donors are talking to Mr. Youngkin about getting in. You obviously would like to see him run. But right now, we've got eight people who have qualified for the debates. How does Glenn Youngkin get on the stage quick if he's not even being considered at this point? Well, he's not going to be on the stage. He's, he's at this time completely focused on the Virginia elections coming on the 7th of November. But I believe that if there is uh, lots of people calling for him to enter the race after those elections, then he may very well do so. So after the Virginia elections. And then do you believe that he could beat Donald Trump? Oh, definitely. He could beat Donald Trump, and he could beat anybody. He's, he's an incredible person. He, he's experienced as CEO of one of the largest equity groups, and he's nearly three years uh, as governor in Virginia demonstrate his exceptional capabilities uh, in running as a leader of a large organization that, you know, there's nobody else like that. He's a really good Person. Well, and uh, I saw a recent poll that showed in Virginia, if it were Glenn Youngkin versus Joe Biden, Glenn Youngkin would actually beat Joe Biden, who won the state a couple of years ago. <laughs> Did they call central? Sorry. No, seriously. No, seriously. Holy stop. Did they call central casting and say, send another uh, Bond villain? Send a Bond <laughs> villain. Note to Murdoch's. Don't put the Bond villain on the thing. Hold it. Is it George Soros's drinking buddy? Then we got another Hungarian. Look, seriously, you got Kissinger, Soros, throwing Klaus Schwab. Let's throw in this guy. What, Prediman, Tom? Another Hungarian. A very good. You know, what is this? Dude, you are so clueless. He's Oh, he's run a great private equity group. We will shred you, brother, on your private equity group. Okay, shred. The only reason we didn't shred you in the governor's race is that for Trump and MAGA, we put our shoulder to the wheel. So don't sit here. Yeah. He will beat Trump. He will beat anybody. 
They call Central Casting and ask a Bond villain to show up to make the pitch. This is how desperate Fox is. This is the yeah. desperation of goofy Steve Ducey. Goofy Steve Ducey and old man Murdoch think the Bond villain is going to sell the American people. record of the doom of Nagasaki, target for atom bomb number two, is filmed from a super fortress many miles away. Beneath that sinister pall of smoke, the world's most destructive force has been unleashed, with what results we know only too well. Okay, on a day that um, on a day that Fox announced that they're taking over the second debate, the Murdochs trying to craft this uh, trying to craft this uh, primary. I'm gonna mention in a second. It is the 78th anniversary of Nagasaki, the second uh, a drop of an atomic weapon. For those of you who have just seen Oppenheimer, you realize what a huge uh, dilemma that was for the United States back in 1945. Dr. Bradley Thayer is going to join us in a minute to talk about the potential run-up to the next kinetic war in the Pacific with the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, I'm going to get um, Natalie's going to be here. We just had a criminal referral by Dr. Rand Paul on, on Fauci, but I want to go back to the to the open there because um, Fox, people should understand this, Fox is now all in 1,000%. 1,000% on uh, making sure it's not Donald Trump. They are every day, and right there you saw another clueless billionaire, another clueless billionaire, Steve Ducey, bouncing up and down on the white sofa because so excited about Jeff, uh, about Youngkin. Um, and you've got this billionaire that's now the big supporter, and oh, this guy can beat Trump. I mean, it's completely clueless like all these billionaires are about MAGA, the American people, the populist movement, but that's what they want to stop. Here's why they want to stop it. They understand the populist movement in it playing out to its logical conclusion. Eventually, the billionaires are going to have to start paying up in taxes because they are the ones that have allowed this nightmare to go on. OK, they are the ones that have been uh, backing the moderate rhino Republicans that have been the controlled opposition to the to these radical Democrats and to the oligarchs on Wall Street and to Silicon Valley. And where has that led us? to the edge of financial ruin for the middle class and working class. And so they understand that's where they're all going to be in back of Yunkin, Tim Scott, uh, Je- uh, Governor Kemp. You, you pick it and they're, they're going to they're going to be there. So today, the RNC, instead of being involved, instead of the RNC being involved in anything in Michigan regarding this massive scandal, the Jim Hoff and the uh, team at Gateway Pundit are bringing up. What they're doing, this is unbelievable. They have awarded Murdoch the second, they've awarded Murdoch the second debate. So now as Murdoch, they got a trap for Trump in this first debate, which President Trump can never take with the Keebler elves. Then 30 days later, at the, at the Reagan Library, Fox Business, just another Murdoch entity, has the second debate. Has the second debate and gives them an entire month, you know, on Fox and Friends going all throughout the day. To craft now they got rid of Tucker Carlson to craft the narrative that oh it can't be Trump you know it's not Trump Trump's too much legal Trump's this Trump's that Trump's the other thing and to promote since remember they took a year and a half to ram Ron DeSantis down your throat 
And every, you know, Laura Ingram, every other week she was down there having some town hall. So for a year and a half, they rammed Ron DeSantis down your throat. Ron DeSantis is now, as I told you, he's going to be in single digits. He's at 9% in Ohio, 9% in New Hampshire. Nine. That would be not 19. That would be nine. That would be a single digit. And they are going to continue, continue this. And uh, quite frankly, MAGA has to fight back on this because they are trying to craft this narrative that if they can't replace Trump as the primary as the primary to at least kneecap him so he can't defeat Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else, that the Murdochs are in backup. Murdochs have no problem. If you gave the Murdochs a choice right now and the Murdoch sons and their wives a choice between Donald Trump and Michelle Obama, they pick Michelle Obama every day. Gave him a choice between Donald Trump and Newsom, Newsom every day of the week. Okay, uh, I want to go to other. We got so much to get to today. Mike Davis is going to join us. Bradley Thayer, the six o'clock show is going to be lit. We're jam- we're just jammed for the next two hours. So, um, Natalie Winters, Doctor Rand Paul, a criminal referral for Doctor Fauci. Uh, tell us what happened. Set the narrative here of exactly what's going on. Sure. So this comes on the heels of an official criminal referral to the, the Department of Justice for Anthony Fauci lying under oath, perjuring himself specifically about the gain of function activity and research that was going on at taxpayer expense uh, at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, likely leading to COVID-19. But this today coming out of, again, some real fire uh, from Senator Rand Paul's office is specifically uh, calling for an investigation, a probe uh, into the allegation of perjury from the D.C. District Attorney Matthew Graves. That's usually a name that we don't hear uh, quite positively on this show, but this is who this referral um, has been at least sent a letter to to try to get them uh, to investigate this. But what people need to know about this, I think it's important for two reasons. One, it goes back to what really was the bombshell story uh, that you and I covered, Steve, a few weeks ago, which had to do with new letters, new email correspondence that was released between Anthony Fauci in the early days of the pandemic between some of his National Institutes of Health colleagues, where he specifically uses the term gain-of-function research in reference to research that was going on at Wuhan University, which is just down the street but still a different entity, from the Wuhan Institute of Virology and, of course, various other forms of evidence that we've been talking about a lot on this show since the early days of the pandemic, uh, specifically the type of bat coronavirus manipulation that was being funded at the Wuhan Institute of Virology under Anthony Fauci's watch. But I think the other more important, bigger picture takeaway from this, Steve, is that this shows why it's so important, especially for the House investigations that are happening right now, to get these central players, to get these key figures, the people like Anthony Fauci, the people like Devin Archer, people like Eric Schwerin, under oath and testifying. Because in my opinion, the conspiracies, and I use that word lightly, but the conspiracy that that these people are engaging with, right, the sort of broad plot that is the origins of COVID-19, you're talking about so many actors, so many individuals, so many entities that it's hard to just, you know, indict or investigate all of them. So I think going the route of going after these people for perjury, right, because when they sit down, when they have to testify, they do trip up. They do lie because it's not often that they're, you know, speaking to people that's not the mainstream media, that's not the establishment. So I think that this really represents sort of a route that House investigators should really pursue when it comes to all the other subcommittees that they have, because I think perjury 
is really a charge that you can start uh, just to get a thread to start pulling at, and then you keep pulling and pulling, and you can sort of unro- uh, unravel, you know, everything uh, to a, a larger degree. But this is a very, very important letter. People should go read it. The story is breaking exclusively on the Daily Mail. I, I just want to make sure that 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 people understand the perjury. The referral as a criminal charge for perjury is not an end of it of itself. You're saying that's a starter. Right. That's an entry level thing that we can get in once you get there. And I'm not saying there's zero chance DOJ picks this up. There's zero chance graves or main justice. Take this. We, we understand this. But the construct of it is that eventually we will be able to that that is leading as a uh, as kind of a uh, an entry level way that we get to the, to the start to get to the bottom of all the evil and criminality that Fauci did. I think so. We obviously don't live in a perfect world. And I think when you're up against such a, such a behemoth that is, whether it's big pharma, the you know biopharmaceutical industrial complex, uh, really the, the institution that is Anthony Fauci, that is Francis Collins, this is how you have to start going after them. And just for the audience to clarify, a few weeks prior, Maine Justice DOJ had received uh, an official criminal referral from Senator Rand Paul with regard to Anthony Fauci. And then just today was when we saw, I believe it was last night, uh, break that he was then sending to the the D.C. kind of district attorney, Matthew Graves, like you mentioned, um, calling for a probe into the perjury uh, accusation against the former NIAD director, Anthony Fauci, who, remember, Steve, is living quite a nice life right now, not only getting upwards of $350,000 in a taxpayer-funded pension, but I think has round-the-clock or some ridiculous level of private security and private drivers all being footed by the very same taxpayer dollars that he saw fit to send overseas to the Chinese Communist Party to fund lethal manipulation of viruses that resulted in COVID-19. And remember, not one penny of this so far taken out by the uh, the very stalwart Republicans on the Kevin McCarthy. What's your social media? How do people uh, follow you on this and all your other breaking stories, Natalie? Natalie G. Winters on all platforms. And make sure you go to warroom.org and sign up for the newsletter. Boy, quite interesting. You know, uh, Fauci, who had dolls named after him, uh, specials, documentaries, <laughs> uh, songs, all of it, the highest now criminal referral for perjury. And there's going to be a lot more uh, to come. Thank you very much, Natalie. Short commercial break. room return. Are we on the path to a kinetic war with the Chinese Communist Party in East Asia? Dr. Bradley Taylor is going to break it all down for us in a moment. <laughs> We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. 
Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. record of the doom of Nagasaki, target for atom bomb number two, is filmed from a super fortress many miles away. Beneath that sinister pall of smoke, the world's most destructive force has been unleashed, with what results we know only too well. Okay, um, that was the second um, atomic weapon that we used within a couple of days of each other, and that brought the end, uh, I think 24, 40 hours later, the end to World War II. wasn't signed, I think, to early September on the battleship uh, Missouri, the surrender instrument on the uh, deck of the battleship Missouri in, um, in Tokyo Bay with a uh, ceremony led by General MacArthur and uh, Admiral Nimitz. Uh, I want to bring in Dr. Bradley Thayer. So, Dr. Thayer, that entire Pacific War that really got us into World War II started with um, Japan going to mainland China based in the mid-1930s with an invasion of mainland China and started to take over Manchuria and parts of mainland China, and then they swept down to at that time, Indochina, uh, which led the United States to understand that this is a problem. And we cut them off from oil, I think, in 1938 or 39, did an oil embargo that led that was a path that led to eventually Pearl Harbor and kinetic war. So my question to you, and we've been covering this from a number of different angles. Um, my question to you, because we had Derek Harvey and. Uh, and Brian Costello on this morning. There's supposed to be some announcement of this executive order uh, tomorrow on on uh, technology. Are we on a path to kinetic war? Because in President Xi's mind, he's already focused on that, and he's doing all the preliminaries to get ready for it. Uh, Steve, it's great to be with you again. The answer is yes, that uh, President Xi is determined to aggress uh, and to conquer Taiwan and to uh, ensure a Chinese territorial expansion in the South China Sea and elsewhere, uh, which is what we're witnessing. And so your comparison of uh, the expected Biden announcement regarding, um, if you will, embargoing investment in uh, these high technology fields uh, is equivalent to the uh, July 26, 1941, and then August 1st, 1941, embargo of all petroleum products, including bulk fuel oil necessary for their ships, Japanese ships, and high-octane uh, aviation gasoline, which was absolutely necessary. That put Japan 
on the course to war because Japan no longer valued peace. Uh, war was less expensive than peace uh, for Japan once that embargo had been imposed. Uh, so they made the decision to aggress to conquer uh, the Dutch East Indies, what we now know as the, uh, Indonesia, to acquire oil. And to do that, they had to defeat the British uh, in Malaysia and Singapore and the United States in the Philippines. And to defeat the United States in the, in the Philippines, they decided to attack Pearl Harbor to destroy the Pacific Fleet uh, based there, obviously, December 7th, uh, 1941. So the comparison uh, is a good one in that respect. But it also was limited by the fact that uh, Japan first preference was not to attack the U.S. They simply wanted to conquer China. Uh, Xi's preference is to attack. It is to aggress uh, against Taiwan, against the Philippines, which we're witnessing now, uh, against Japan uh, in the future, and India, and ultimately to displace the United States as the dominant state in international politics. Uh, so uh, it's very worrisome, just as 1941 uh, was. There are echoes uh, of historical echoes of 1941 uh, with today. So it's alarming. And we should expect that as your audience, uh, our allies around the world should expect that China aggresses at any time. It's not as though they're going to wait for a specific event. Uh, for example, the Taiwanese elections or U.S. presidential elections or their aftermath, uh, we should be expecting that the Chinese aggress um, from essentially a now on. And this is because, as uh, James Fennell and I have argued, China has put in place a series of military exercises. October of uh, 22 last year and then April of 23, and we're expecting another one this month uh, August of uh, 23, which are putting the big pieces in place for an invasion of Taiwan. The aggression against the Philippines in the uh, South Thomas, uh, 2nd Thomas Shoal, which is uh, presently ongoing, the Chinese effort to displace the Philippines from that, should be seen as part of aggression against Taiwan. Uh, and a, a preparation for attacking small island chains, for example, as they might do attacking essentially some of the outer islands, smaller uh, islands outside of Taiwan, while they move against the island uh, itself. So it's a very worrisome time uh, in international politics, and aggression uh, is possible at any time. I want I want to do I want to get to the island chains because. You know, we spent years farting away across those island chains to make sure that we could get actually air platforms to take the air war to um, to Japan, to Tokyo and Osaka and the industrial base of Japan, like we had done to break the back of the Nazis with daylight precision bombing. Um, but tell me about this exercise. As a young naval officer, I used to do those exercises in the Pacific Fleet off of Alaska. And those exercises had a lot of, you know, they were also training for uh, for the Greenland, Iceland, UK gap. They were these were you could be used because of the, the temperature of the water, the roughness of the seas. But why did we see a combined um, Russian uh, 
CCP, Chinese PLA fleets, uh, basically doing exercises in the Gulf of Alaska, sir? It's a powerful signal against us. It's, a, it's an effort to convey uh, to the United States that war can be brought to American soil uh, at any time. So we should expect uh, that Russia uh, has a role to play in this, but also significantly North Korea, Steve, that if Xi's moving against Taiwan, it's quite likely that uh, Kim in North Korea will try something to occupy American attention uh, before Xi moves. Uh, so we want to keep that in mind as well, that you have a relationship between North Korea and China uh, and Russia, uh, which is worrisome. The exercises are significant. October of 22 was a missile barrage to isolate Taiwan that coincided with Nancy Pelosi's visit uh, to Taiwan. The April of 23 exercise was an exercise in air superiority uh, to convey and to test uh, China's ability to dominate uh, essentially the aerial domain around Taiwan. And the anticipated third exercise would be uh, the exercise in amphibious assault, which was, a pre was anticipated by a brigade-sized exercise earlier, uh, but now we expect a division or multi-division exercise where uh, China demonstrates its ability to convey and sustain uh, a multi-divisional assault uh, against an island, obviously uh, Taiwan. But also that those skills would be applied against Japan in the Ryukus uh, or Okinawa, and then also in the South China Sea uh, as well against the Philippines or Vietnam uh, or other states. Um, last thing, Tamar asked this of Costello and Derek Harvey this morning, this executive order, which we haven't seen yet, when signed tomorrow on quantum computing, artificial intelligence, and advanced microchip design. We've been arguing about this and everything. They should cut off all financing and all investment, but at least they're, they're doing this because they're getting pressure from, uh, you know, Committee on the President Danger, yourself, Costello, War Room, and many, many others, Gallagher's committee. Uh, will, they, will they take this as justification like the Japanese did with the oil embargo in, I guess, 1941? Will they do that? Will the, will the Chinese say, okay, you're going to cut us off then we absolutely have to go on the path of kinetic war, sir? I think it's dissimilar in the following respect. Xi's determined to aggress. So, uh, there, yes, this may serve as a rationale, uh, but there will be a host of, of future rationales that Xi could use uh, to uh, conduct this uh, uh, attack. Xi's determined to aggress and to expand Chinese power against Japan, Taiwan, the Philippines, uh, other U.S. allies, partners, and ultimately to displace the United States. That's his objective. He now increasingly has the capabilities to do so, and he's employing those capabilities. So this is why we should be aware that war could break out at any time. Uh, it's not necessarily going to be linked to a specific event or executive order or presidential election. It could occur uh, in the aftermath or in the wake of a North Korean crisis, for example, or some Russian action or um, aggression or, or conflict with India or Vietnam, we want to keep really the aperture very wide to recognize that his determination is involved. He's determined to do this, 
He's got the capabilities to do so. So it's important to identify those signals, Steve, and, and uh, distract, obviously, uh, that the signals uh, from the noise uh, of what he's doing. Dr. Thayer, where do people, uh, where do people get to your writings? Uh, Center for Security Policy org or uh, Bradley Thayer at Getter and Truth. Thank you very much, Steve. Dr. Bradley Thayer, thank you. The path and road to connect war. Short commercial break. Lawfare. We're at war here in the United States within the legal system. Mike Davis next. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, so you've got, by the way, the Chinese Communist Party leadership is at their you know, beach resort for the month of August. And I hear talks there are heating up um, a lot over the situation with the United States of America and the situation particularly around Taiwan. Um, so we want to make sure we're going to have daily updates on this. A couple of things. The road to Durban. Our greatest enemy, the Chinese Communist Party, has collected the bricks Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and about another 40 nations to come up with an alternative security to the U.S. dollar. It's not going to take effect immediately, but this is the most organized attempt on what we refer to as de-dollarization. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. That's why go to go get the precy we put together at Birch Gold. Go to Birch Gold uh, slash Bannon. We've done a three-part series on the end of the dollar empire, the end of the United States as the prime reserve currency. How did that happen? It's happened because our elites are financially irresponsible. The $5 billion a day that we are borrowing, either printing or borrowing from the world, the world is just not going to tolerate forever because the purchasing power, regardless of the stability that we offer, the purchasing power is getting crushed. Why? Because increasing inflation driven by these massive budget deficits. You see the banks in our country, you just got 10 of them put on the watch list by Moody's or downgraded, excuse me, five or six on the watch list. It's going to get much worse with the commercial uh, real estate situation. 
So make sure you go to Birch Grove right now and find out. Ask Philip Patrick and the guys while you're there. Make a phone call. Talk to the advisors. Why the central banks throughout the world are buying gold at record levels. 22 was a record level. 23 is even more on fire. Find that out. And we're going to be covering Durban kind of wall to wall. Also, in that time, you're going to have the um, you're going to have the, the the gathering of the central banks in Jackson Hole. We'll be covering that extensively. Also, okay. Uh, Mike Davis, we're at, there, we're at unrestricted warfare with the Chinese Communist Party now on the road to kinetic war in the South China Sea, the Straits of Taiwan, in, in Taiwan itself. But there's a war going on here in the United States right now. Uh, and it would normally be a political war. But the other side, understanding they can't beat us politically at the ballot box, are right now weaponizing our legal system. You've got another amazing tweet up today. Can you walk us through the latest in this installment of lawfare. Yeah, I mean, it's nonstop. Now we have House Oversight Chairman James Comer uh, releasing bank records showing the Bidens getting $20 million in corrupt foreign payments all over the world, uh, paying for Hunter Biden's sports car. And of course, what happens right after this comes out? It's like clockwork. They leak out that that Twitter was uh, that that Jack Smith Garland's handpicked special counsel and hitman subpoenaed Donald Trump's President Trump's Twitter accounts, right? And it's just nonstop lawfare. And you talked about the, the the lawfare at home versus the the potential kinetic wars abroad, and they're tied together. We have clear corruption with the Biden family. We have clear corruption with President Biden. He is compromised by tens of millions of dollars that he and his family have taken from Burisma in Ukraine, a trouble spot with Russia, along with taking tens of millions of dollars from China, when, where there is a trouble spot with tr- Taiwan. So the bi- two biggest trouble spots in the world, Russia and, and Ukraine and China and, two, uh, and Taiwan, are where the Bidens were on the, the take, corrupt uh, foreign bribes and other corruption. And, you know, that has an effect when you have a weak compromised president of the United States because China and Russia know that he is corrupt. They have the 17 audio recordings uh, at Burisma, the Burisma executive taped uh, Hunter Biden 15 times and Joe Biden two times as vice president, shaking down a $10 million foreign bribe. This Burisma executive is almost certainly a Russian asset. So instead of pursuing the president of the United States, who's clearly corrupt, clearly compromised, Merrick Garland and Biden's Justice Department, including Jack Smith, are running lawfare against Biden's political enemy, Donald Trump, both to take him out politically and to distract from Biden's own clear corruption. And it it's like clockwork. Every time something comes out bad on Biden, Hunter, James, or any of the other sleazeball Bidens, it's the next day something happens with Jack Smith, whether it's the original indictment, the superseding indictment, another indictment. Today with Twitter, that, that they subpoenaed Donald Trump's uh, records at Twitter. It's nonstop lawfare. And this is only going to end on November 7th, 2020, 2024, when the American people put President Trump back in the White House to end this lawfare. You, you have yours, you, you, you know, you headlined it, Dear Mark Garland, more damning evidence, your boss is a crook. So what are you going to have Jack Smith charge Trump, uh, Trump with tomorrow? And it's got this 
amazing revelation by Comer about the millions that were taken by Biden's family while he was vice president of the United States. Is it any coincidence that today, the, uh, you know, all the talk shows when they weren't talking about Ohio in the abortion situation there, it was all Maggie Haberman, Maggie Haberman, Maggie Haberman and Charlie Savage got a leak on this memo from a cheeseboro. I guess the guy's name is the lawyer about it seemed pretty straightforward of what they were, what their thoughts were about what the alternative electors would be. They made this like the biggest revelation that had to come from Jack Smith's office. Did it not, sir? It's impossible to come from anywhere else the way they played it up. This is another example that they will leak, either charge him with something or leak a, a, an information that the media, Maggie Haberman and CNN and MSNBC will make the biggest. It's like, oh, my God, we've got it. This is a smoking gun. We've got the smoking gun. It's this memo written by a lawyer to kind of walk through a, uh, you know, it looks like an electoral count act of 1887 appropriate <laughs> type of response in early December of 2020. Mike Davis. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. This people, I, I think the American people, fortunately, are waking up to this. This is obvious lawfare. It started a year a year ago, last August, with the Mar-a-Lago raid, where uh, President Biden greenlighted this raid. A deputy White House counsel to President Biden, Jonathan Sue, waived President Trump's claim of executive privilege on behalf of President Biden. So Biden waived. Trump's claim of executive privilege at the National Archives, which led to this unprecedented, unnecessary, uh, unlawful home raid on a former president for, for, for presidential records he's allowed to have under the Presidential Records Act. They waited, Jack Smith waited 10 months. Uh, so that's 18 months after they left office, after Trump left office, they go get these records. If, they were, if they, it was so dangerous for Trump to have these records, why did they wait 18 months to go get them? And then they waited another 10 months, so 28 months, to indict Trump. And these that indictment was timed perfectly because because Biden was in hot water. And so uh, you had Alvin, Alvin Bragg indicting Trump for the non-crime of a businessman settling a nuisance claim. And he didn't indict until Matthew Colangelo got sent from the number three office, a political appointee, and the number three office in the Biden Justice Department went and resurrected a zombie case against Trump for the non-crime of a businessman settling a nuisance claim, a legal theory that was passed over by the prior Manhattan DA, the Manhattan U.S. attorney, the Federal Election Commission, and Alvin Bragg himself until Matthew Colangelo got sent from the Biden Justice Department. So you have Alvin Bragg, you have Jack Smith indicting Trump for records he's allowed to have under the Presidential Records Act 28, 28 months later, and then 30 months after President Trump leaves office, right after Biden's in hot water for you know his foreign corruption and bribery, Jack Smith indicts Trump again for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election. Oh, and between that, between those indictments, Jack Smith superseded the presidential records indictment and added new claims and new defendants right after Biden got caught in hot water. It's lawfare. It's, it's very obvious. They're not even pretending to be fair. They're not even hiding the fact that they're running lawfare against President Trump. Isn't the counter here one of the counters to actually start a formal process? You know, had Politico had the story the other day, oh, the Mayorkas impeachment, and we had, you know, Tara and, uh, and an officer from the Department of Public Safety in, in Texas on the border this morning, and he was saying it's just a total fiasco. It's a complete invasion of the southern border. There's no doubt. And these brave Texas Rangers and other members of DPS, Texas DPS are down there. 
But isn't the way to do this with like Comer put this out today? Don't you think that that raises to a level of starting an informal inquiry into this? So this now you can get a process and the process in itself opens up things. Isn't it high time we do that, Mike? It is long past time that House Republicans impeach President Biden, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, FBI Director Chris Wray, uh, and DHS Secretary Mayorkas. They are lawless. They are intentionally ignoring the law. They are actually actively breaking the law for political reasons. And House Republicans, the, the House Republicans need to find their backbones. Again, the only uh, the swamp, the D.C. swamp is the only place on the planet where the reptiles lack backbones. And the reason that Democrats are running lawfare against President Trump is because they can. It's a zero-sum game. If they're on offense, uh, or if they're not on defense, they're on offense. And House Republicans, and certainly not Senate Republicans, who are the biggest cowards on the planet, have not held them, have not held the Biden administration accountable. They do not have the Biden administration on defense at all. They should be having weekly staff de depositions. They should be having constant subpoenas. They should have constant hearings. They should open an impeachment inquiry. They should have the appropriators uh, having hearings to cut off their funding. This is the controlled resistance in the House. And I would say this, if House Republicans don't start stepping up and defending President Trump against this republic-ending lawfare, our, our country's over. If they jail President Trump, if President Biden is back in the White House and he have, if he replaces Justice Clarence Thomas with another Katanji Brown-Jackson type, maybe he'll put Tanya Shukin on the Supreme Court to reward her for railroading Trump. And then guess what, guys? It is game over America. There goes our God-given rights to speak, to associate, to worship, to protect ourselves. If you think the COVID lockdowns and BLM riots were bad for three years, imagine it being worse in every day of our lives for the rest of our lives. Imagine that we're South Africa, that we, we are being hunted, right? Because that is what is coming with the Marxist left if we don't stop this. So if House Republicans are not willing to stop this, you know what, let's just Let's just throw in the towel, let these losers lose, uh, primary them, or just say, you know what, to hell with them, we're staying home, and just say, you know what, they don't they don't deserve power if they're not willing to stand up and fight right now. Because if, if people think this is ending with Donald Trump after 100 years of Marxism killed 100 million people, they are incredibly stupid and naive, and we're too stupid to have a democracy, right? We're too stupid to govern ourselves. Mike Davis, how do people get to you on uh, Article 3 and how do they follow you on social media? Because it comes in uh, very informative and a little hot. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Steve. You can donate at article3project.org, article3project.org. We are gearing up and we're never going to give up this fight. So donate there at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal is at MRD. D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And I will run Trump's campaign for 2024 in the jail cell next year because we are never giving up. Mike Davis, fight on, brother. Go with God. Thank you. Fantastic. Short commercial break. When Mike Davis says it's American Republic ending, he's not overstating the case. Back in the warm in just a moment. Everything's bigger 
Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R. IOT. That's 878 Patriot. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878 Patriot. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're going to go out in a moment with the uh, Battle of New Orleans, uh, New Orleans from the individual Jimmy Driftwood. I think most people think Johnny Horton wrote it. Johnny Horton, his recording of it made it huge, but a guy named Jimmy Driftwood, an incredible, I think he wrote 6,000 songs. It was Song of the Year in 1958, I think it was. I believe it won a Grammy that year for the Song of the Year. He at least uh, won the award for Songwriter of the Year. So we'll play that on going. Six o'clock is going to be absolutely insane. So so stick around. We've got some great guests um, and great topics to go through. Uh, Crom Carmichael, we're asking a lot of the posse now. Every day they got to man the ramparts. They're all lion hearts. We've got to make sure they're heart healthy. How do they do that, brother? Steve, thanks, thanks so much for having me on. I'm going to hold up our bottle of soul tea here. And inside this bottle are 60 capsules. If you take two capsules a day, it will help your heart health and your cardiovascular system uh, in, in all. And, and our bodies have 100,000 miles of veins and arteries. Uh, our heart pumps uh, 2,400 gallons of blood every day and beats 100,000 times. It is incredibly important for us to keep our cardiovascular system operating well and our hearts healthy. Heart disease is the number one killer. It's called the silent killer because it generally takes decades to build up. And what we do in, in, our, in our product, Soul Tea, is we extract a particular molecule from fresh green tea called theoflavin. And you can go to DuckDuckGo and type in health benefits of theoflavin, and you'll find all kinds of health benefits. But we're focusing on, and you get all of those, but we focus on the cardiovascular benefits and the heart health benefits. And, um, and we take that extract, which is a 1% in fresh green tea, we take it up to 22%, and 
and then we take that and we put it in our soul tea capsules. And so, Steve, the way to get soul tea is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then use the code WARROOM at checkout. And when you do that, you'll get 50% off your initial shipment. And then after that, every 90 days, we ship you a 90-day supply. We always pay the freight. And it's three bottles for the price of two on an ongoing basis. It's a terrific bargain. We get wonderful letters and, and emails, especially emails from the posse telling us how it's benefited them. In my case, I started taking our active ingredient 19 years ago, and uh, my bad cholesterol was 130. It dropped to 89. It's been under 90 ever since. I'm 74 years old. I take zero prescription drugs. So I encourage the posse to check out Salty at warroomhealth.com and use the code WARROOM at checkout to get a wonderful deal on the product. And thanks, Steve, for having me on. Crom, thank you. Thank you for making this available to the posse. We know people love it. The feedback we got has been tremendous. So thank you very much for coming on here. Thank you. Um, we're in the middle of it now. When you have somebody like Mike Davis talk about this lawfare and about President Trump, remember, they're trying to make sure he's fully occupied and can't focus on anything else, bleed him out of resources, make sure he's just paying lawyers. You saw with this fiasco in uh, in Ohio, they've got all these, many of whom are just foreigners uh, like the Swiss billionaire, they're just putting money in and all these NGOs. So, look, we got our work cut out for us. That being said, all the policies, all the issues, the polling's all cutting our way. we got to get down to how practically this is going to happen, and we're going to get into that at the same time, making sure we're covering nonstop the uh, geopolitical, uh, the um, the uh, financial, the capital markets, all of it. One of the things in the capital markets, make sure you go to birchgold.com. Like I said, slash Bannon, get the pricey on the end of the dollar empire. The situation in Durban is going to be big, particularly now that the Chinese Communist Party looks like they've hit a couple of financial perturbations right now. So they will do anything to get off the U.S. dollar. Uh, Jimmy Driftwood, this song about, I believe, one of the most important battles in American history, rates up there with Gettysburg, the Battle of New Orleans. Jimmy Driftwood actually wrote the song, this is the original version. We'll be back in a few minutes, 6 o'clock, here at the 6 o'clock hour. Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, I see Mars Jackson walking down the street and I'm talking to a pirate by the name of Gene Lafitte. He gave Gene a drink that he brought from Tennessee and the pirate said he'd help us drive the British in the sea. The French told Andrew, you'd better run for Packingham's are coming with a bullet in his gun. Old Hickory said he didn't give a damn. He's a gonna whip the britches off a of Colonel Packingham. We fired our guns and the British kept a coming, but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began running on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. see the British come and there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum. They stepped so high and they made their bugles ring while we stood beside our cotton bales didn't say a thing. Old Hickory said we'd take a surprise if we didn't fire a musket then we looked them in the eyes. We held our fire till we see their faces well then we opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them hell. We fired our guns and the British kept a coming but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, they ran through the briars and 
they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where a rabbit couldn't go. They ran so fast that the hounds couldn't catch them on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we fired our cannon till the barrel melted down, so we grabbed alligator and we fought another round. We filled his head with many balls and powdered his behind, and when we touched the powder off, the gator lost his mind. They lost their pants and their pretty shiny coats, and their tails were all a-showing like a bunch of billy goats. They run down the river with their tongues hanging out, and they said they got a lickin', which there wasn't any doubt. We fired our guns, and the British kept a-comin', but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more, and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Marched back to town in our dirty ragged pants And we danced all night with them pretty girls from France We couldn't understand them but they had the sweetest charms And we understood them better when we got them in our arms The guy who brung the British from the sea Came a-lippin' into camp just as sick as he could be He said the dying words of the Colonel Packenham Was you better quit your foolin' with your cousin Uncle Sam We fired our guns and the British kept a-comin' But there wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to running on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, we'll march back home, but we'll never be content till we make old Hickory the people's president. And every time we think about the bacon and the beans, we'll think about the fun we had way down in New Orleans. We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming, but there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to running on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. And they ran through the brambles And they ran through the bushes Where a rabbit couldn't go They ran so fast That the hounds couldn't catch them on Down the Mississippi To the Gulf of Mexico You should choose an air purifier Like your life depends on it Because it just might Canadian wildfire smoke Has blanketed the United States Reaching as far as our southern states And with wildfire season In full swing nationwide Toxic smoke is threatening our health EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chosen EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor Plus fast free shipping. That's 150 bucks saving. Now visit ekpure.com. Ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. 
Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Soul Tea. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 